loneliness begets loneliness. Loneliness is often discussed as a public health issue, can we treat it as a disease? Do you know what it's like to be alone? Not just to be alone, but to live a lonely existence? To have no circle of friends? Not even to have one friend? Have you come home to an empty apartment or possibly being greeted by your cat who only shows you affection in the hopes you will let her out? Maybe you spend a Saturday night sitting in front of your TV endlessly scrolling through 300 channels of cable hoping to find a movie to watch while all your friends and colleagues are out having fun. Surely surviving the holiday season watching couples holding hands whilst they gaze at the Christmas lights or families Christmas shopping together has amped up your seasonal anxiety. What is loneliness? Loneliness is one of the most powerful experiences in human psychology. According to German psychiatrist Frida from Reichmann, real loneliness, as she called it, isn't what the philosopher Soren Kierkegaard characterized as the shut-upness and solitariness of the civilized. Loneliness, she said, is the want of intimacy. She said loneliness is such a painful, frightening experience that people will do practically everything to avoid it. From Reichmann continues, it is so frightening and uncanny in character that they, those who have once suffered loneliness, try to dissociate the memory of what it was like and even the fear of it. Some people may disagree such as John Cassiopo. Loneliness is not synonymous with being alone, nor does being with others guarantee protection from feelings of loneliness, writes John Cassiopo, social neuroscientist and leading psychologist on the subject. Loneliness isn't about being alone, it's about not feeling connected. Whether you agree or not, from Reichman has a point that, people will do practically everything to avoid it, loneliness. Being afraid of being alone arguably drives more people to make bad decisions when it comes to relationships, this is the one of the main causes of unhappy relationships. It can cause a person to spend the remainder of their life with the wrong person. People prefer to privilege the company of Ms. Wrong than to wait for Ms. Right or even Ms. Maybe. A person can unconsciously feel an immense pressure from peers, who appear to be in happy relationships, to jump into a relationship with the first person who shows interest just to mask the phobia of being alone. Peer pressure can make one feel worse about themselves. Being with someone who isn't the right person might be worse than being alone, but you never know this until it's too late. Our peers who give off the facade of not being lonely may in fact be lonely. A person having their shit together isn't proof they found the answer, indeed, people will go to desperate lengths to hide the fact that we're all hopeless. People will mask their loneliness with confidence and numb it with sex. Sexual pleasure can provide a rush of oxytocin, dopamine, and more neurochemicals that create ecstatic feelings of connection and pleasure. Confidence, as well as false confidence, is created by a relaxed, open body posture, low, easy breathing, and a warm, resonant vocal tone, and making eye contact. Also, dressing smart makes you feel confident and makes others believe you're confident. Research suggests you will behave more confidently too. Being with Mr. or Ms. almost right sounds almost acceptable, but extended over time becomes comparable to being with somebody appalling. It's comparable to having a pebble in your shoe, what starts as a minor discomfort eventually over a short period of time turns into an annoyance. Being lonely in a relationship generates the kind of centralized pain and imposed emptiness could never generate. Being terrified of loneliness weakens our strength to stand up for our needs within our deceitful relationship. We're always at the mercy of the one who fears loneliness the least. We become agreeable. 
We bend to our partner's every whim, we have no say. Over time we develop a learned helplessness. We've become so used to using the other to compensate for our weaknesses. Being in a relationship to escape the fear of loneliness heightens our experience of what being in bad company actually means. Rushing into a relationship in order to escape loneliness will surely make a person appreciate loneliness. Those lonely nights sitting alone at the back of the cinema to escape reality may still exist, but not in the same capacity as before, you can't meander on the way home or take the route untraveled. Although you can still take a long drive by yourself, your freedom has been compromised as you still need to inform your partner where you will be and not knowing yourself is more or less the point. Our escape from loneliness may make us forget our misery. We will in the long run become comfortable with normality. Your curiosity will cease to exist. You will become content with your surroundings, your urge to explore which is ingrained in humans will become stifled. Loneliness renders us as being cultivated and uniquely alluring, a sense of isolation truly is a sign of depth. Accepting our loneliness is placing us in a league that includes the people we know from the paintings of Edward Hopper, the poems of Baudelaire and the songs of Leonard Cohen. We can take up the coded offer of intimacy in the words of a Roman poet who died in 10 BC or the lyrics of Hank Williams when he proclaimed to the world, I'm so lonesome, I could cry. The quality necessary to achieve true intimacy is the outcome of loneliness. We create our own opinions. We think outside of the box. Though we're removed from relationships, achieving true intimacy makes for more interesting and lasting bonds. Loneliness isn't something a person likes to admit to because no respectable person in a world of 7 billion people and in the age of social media, where we are always connected, could be isolated. But truth be said, to be a sensitive, intelligent human, loneliness is a prerequisite. Conclusion We should never fear loneliness. We should from a young age be taught that being alone doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us, we're being appropriately patient until what truly satisfies us shows up. Enduring loneliness is almost invariably better than suffering the compromises of a false community. We will never learn the true promise of community, discover our own interests, or hold out for the connections we deserve until we make genuine peace with the prospect of a life by ourselves. Loneliness is simply a price we may have to pay for holding on to a sincere, ambitious view of what companionship must and could be. TLDR What is loneliness? Whether you believe loneliness is the want of intimacy or the lack of connection the outcome is the same, loneliness drives people to make bad decisions when it comes to relationships. The fear of loneliness is the bane of a healthy relationship whether it's our relationship with ourselves or relationships with others.